Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets. Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post on- What up, friend? How are you doing, man? Talk to me. What's going on? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing some research about uh, getting uh, an armored car because, man, the drive over here is just... Okay, you don't uh, have to... No, I didn't know where you were going with that. that, that that's, <laughs> that's extreme. That's what? extreme. Okay. You know what? Let me tell people this. <laughs> if you come to Baltimore, right, uh-huh. and you go on a street where it's like huge spotlights... Blue lights? The blue lights? No, 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 no. Oh, the big the, the, the big, big spotlights. spotlights. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wrong area. Don't yeah, you're not supposed to be there. Avoid those areas. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of those on the way here. Well, you know, hey, Same. hey, man, you know, this is a city that's lively and full of energy and you never know what to expect. It's like it's like a, one of those yeah. chocolate you eggs. You gunshots. You can expect, you know, being robbed. Well, none of those things will happen to you if you just stay in the car and don't go to that gas station. <laughs> you know the one. Don't go to that gas station. I won't. But as long as you don't do those things, it's fine. It's just you just enjoy the realness of the wire. It's like you're driving. It's like you're in the wire. Like you're driving. You imagine your windshield's the TV screen. And it's like you're in the wire. That's what I do. I don't want to be though. <laughs> you don't like the, an immersive experience no. of the wire, like no. 3D, the wire 3D. I like having a, a enjoyable ride, enjoyable commute on my way over here. It's yeah, just man. Not my, the same, my last man. commute was very nice. I had I had to go to my barber today, yeah. and the 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 way I had to go to get to the highway. I would have just made one turn to get to the highway to from my, my old yeah. house. And now I had to like go on a journey. I had it to sucks. make like seven lefts, a right. Yeah. I had to go down over a bridge. Yeah. Somebody told me a riddle. It was like a whole thing. <laughs> and then I ended up right, right riding past my old house, basically. Yeah, I was, I was like, about to say, wow. it sucks. I robbed, I, on the way here, I had to rob by your house. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I would be here. I would, I would be here already. I had to spend 10 extra minutes <laughs> driving to get to this new spot. <laughs> hey man, and we adjust, man. It's, it's, you know, it is what it it's is. Good, you know, yeah. uh, uh, friend. First yes. of all, uh, Halloween was just yesterday. If, if people are listening to this okay, today, yeah. but it just was passed. Um, are you doing anything with the family? Or is it still hesitancy of quarantine, or like, are you doing like trunk or treat? Or yeah, stuff we did like, that today. Oh, you did trunk or treat? Yeah. Was what did the kids dressed up as? Uh, <laughs> Sophia was uh, a princess. Just I a generic. I can't remember her name. Oh, like a specific one though. Yeah, a specific oh, okay. one. The black one, I think. I oh, know. oh, uh, Jasmine. 
Yeah. From the one, the princess and the frog. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her and Max was the teacup. From Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> also, man, Max is, the, is is taking the world by storm. Yeah, I, man. I don't know if him, you, and Br- and him and Grandma Kelly. Yeah, Grandma Kelly, uh, <laughs> I let her know. I sent her all the screenshots of the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter yeah. going crazy. They loved her, man. Yeah. We got to have her back on. It's yes. like mandatory. Somebody even suggested Absolutely. that we let Max and Grandma Kelly do a podcast I together. Grandma's house? Yeah. That I was, is, that's that genius. Awesome. Idea. And I'm going to take it <laughs> and not give them any of the money from that from that podcast at all. But um, yeah, no, that was uh, t- episode two hundred was super fun, man. Yeah, I had a really. Good I want to let people know. <laughs> now we've been talking about we. Grandma Kelly came up on the podcast many a times. Couple right? times, yeah. Sprinkles. Now I see who she is. Yes, that was just a that was just a drop in the bucket. Yes, but I want to tell them how my grandma is the same way. Yes. but but more grandma e. But more grandma e, yeah. and like my grandma's older. Yeah, and more like racist. <laughs> so. <laughs> Super honest and like they're both super honest, straight to the point. But my grandma's more racist. Yeah, grandma's like Archie Bunker, yeah, but, but black. Yeah, yeah. Um, my grandmother's <laughs> very much. Uh, it's odd. My grandmother's in her late sixties, very hip, um, youthful, spry. The pitfalls of that I've been experiencing my whole life of uh, having like a young, cute grandmother. One time she hit on a raven at the at the at uh we were coming from the airport one time. Really? He's like a second string quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. I think she got his number though. She doesn't look her age at all. No, at all. No. Um. But not for her. She's got enough shine on this podcast. And she's not <laughs> taking over every aspect of my life. Uh, Fran, yeah. did you have a Halloween costume? No. Okay. Well, I'm very excited. As you know, last year I was flow exotic. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very excited. I can talk to people about it today because it, by the time they hear it, it's already happened. Okay. Fran, I. Um, well, for one, I should, I should let people know it's probably going to be a shorter episode because I'm exhausted and I'm, I'm taking a spontaneous flight to uh, Los Angeles this yeah. weekend and um, for a Halloween party. Yep. I got the costume for Instagram photos just because I had to try to top myself from last year okay. when I was Flow Exotic. I think yeah. it was a still an underrated costume. I, it, you know, it didn't get the credit it really truly deserved. People <laughs> liked it, but I, th- I feel like Flow from Progressive should have retweeted it. Should have been a, it should have been more of a thing. Yeah. I should have been like a BuzzFeed article, but it's fine. I'm not mad about it. Whatever. Flow Exotic, check it out. Um, <laughs> this year, Fran, yeah. you didn't see Loki, did you? The Disney the Channel Plus show? The show's great. It talks about the multiverse and different versions of people, mm-hmm. and there's like an infinite amount of Lokis. That's yeah. what the show's about. Okay. I, Fran, this year for Halloween... Mm-hmm. I'm a variant of Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I got myself a skeleton costume. Uh, uh, where's the... <laughs> there's no... I don't, first of all, I don't have booze on my, on my uh, pad, okay? Oh. <laughs> uh, that's, this is a positive show. We don't boo people here. If you want to boo people, you boo them. Give me some applause, first of all, for my amazing costume idea. There's no booze on this pad. What was pad. the other one? No, the mm. one we used last week. Uh Oh, that was oh the yays. <laughs> oh, that's that was a limited was. edition. Oh. That was that was a special two hundred episode. No, I didn't put that. I didn't plug that into the pad. That was a limited edition two hundred episode oh, sound effect. <laughs> and those are still positive. It's just not from a many people. Uh, I guess that's what you're trying to say. Like only a couple people would think that it's interesting that I'm a variant of yes. Phoebe Bridges. I think it's a genius, uh, uh, a genius costume. Okay. I got myself a. You don't know the show, but I got myself a jacket that says variant on it. All right. I got myself a white wig and a skeleton costume and some brown slacks. All and right. I'm gonna fuse the two. I'm gonna be like Loki and Phoebe Bridges combined. I am. Is that Phoebe- what you? Is that what you do now? What? Like two years in a row, you've combined. Yeah, uh, I like to. Well, like, what am I gonna go to the fucking uh, the Halloween spirit store and buy a, a vampire costume? Uh-huh. Boring. I like to be original, come up with my own things. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, I know, I know this. That's great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm uh, Phoebe Bridgers variant number two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. 
Wow. And okay. um, I'm very excited. I hope people um, like the photos that I took. Um, you know, I think that they're going to make a nice splash on social media. I'm hoping. I'm speaking. Oh, you already people. did it already. Well, if it's Monday. I'm talking about you. No, oh, I haven't I, yet. I got you. Well, as, at the time of okay. recording, no, none of this okay. has happened yet. I have a question for you. So Shh. I'm guessing you like the, what are you type of question? Well, that's a, see, ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. Ideally, that's fine. If they ask that question, that's fine. But what you want is, as soon as you say it, it a light bulb. Okay. You don't want there to still be like a, oh, who's that? Yeah. So ideally, one, I want people to go, you're Phoebe Bridgers, right? And then I go, close. Have you seen Loki? My voice goes up like that. Have you seen Loki? It's a show mm-hmm. on Disney Channel Plus. And they go, no. And I go, Okay, well, anyway, and then I explained to them like you did. So, Loki is the brother of Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, going all in this. Yeah, it's going to take about two minutes. But Music, background. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, you I gotta, got this all in the play? Huh? You got this all in your head? You're going to be well, I just know, I just, Yeah, well, I just know I just know how to pick the questions people are going to ask, okay. and I want to give them the full journey to how I arrived at my costume. So, gotcha. I will explain to them the full three phases of the Marvel Cinematic Universe up to the point of Loki being getting his own show. <laughs> and then I go, okay, so that's Loki. Uh, multiverse variants of Loki. I am Phoebe Bridgers, but I'm not Phoebe Bridgers from this plane of existence, this universe that we exist in now, where C- where Phoebe Bridgers is a musician. I am from another universe where Phoebe Bridgers is black and has a beard. Yeah, it's a bit long winded. But ideally, when I finish that, they go, "Wow, that's genius." What if they don't do that? What well, if they go, just, "Who is Phoebe hey man, Bridgers?" Hey man, plenty of fish in the sea, man. Somebody will enjoy my costume. I'm sure they will. I'm just saying, who would they go? Who was Femi? Well, I will say, I don't want to get into what the party I'm going to, but I feel like I have, I'm very confident that the party that I'm going to, a lot of people are going to yeah. be. Yeah, I think you're going to kill it, man. Huh? I think you're going to kill it. What's well, a party? There's nothing to kill. I think I'm talking about the costume. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I think so. I, I feel confident. <laughs> I know you don't like Phoebe Bridgers. And for the last time, it's not a. I don't know her. Though. It's not a Halloween. Not but a, she she's is not a Halloween a, artist, though. No. She just is, does music and she wears. It's but confusing not, because she wears a skeleton costume, but it's not. She doesn't make Halloween. She doesn't make like the monster mash. Yeah, but I've never heard you bring her up until like end of September, beginning of October. That's impossible. She, she literally several of our episodes are named after her songs. <laughs> you just don't know who she is, so you're just like, I guess that's his friend or something. <laughs> Whatever Phoebe Bridges is, whatever. I brought her up so many times. You just you just don't answer because you don't know who she is. I brought her up so many times, but yeah. One last time, just to clarify to you, friend. I don't think I need to clarify to anybody else because yeah. either people don't know who she is or they do. But nobody she is, thinks though. she's a Halloween artist because I don't. Only person I know who is that is the guy who made. Um, I feel like somebody's watching me, featuring Michael Jackson and the Monster Mash guy. There's only a couple of Halloween artists. And a Ghostbusters guy. Yeah. No, I don't know who sings Ghostbusters. Ray Park Jr. or something. Ray Parker Jr. Ray Parker Jr.? Like okay, cool. Good reference. I yeah. feel like you're, I, I'll take your word for it because yeah. I don't know. I, well, I've heard it like I mean, 115 yeah. times in like the last like five days. Oh, you have? Yes. Oh, yeah, because you're going to trunk or treat and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, Sophia heard it in school and that's her jam now. Like she plays it she plays out it. of the phone. And you stuff? play uh, Ghostbusters in a car. That's such a specific Dang song it. to enjoy. She heard it in school. It's I guess it's got a bouncing down in your neighborhood. It's yeah. catchy. It's got a groove to it. Okay, yeah. no, I get it. Actually, no. When I especially like hearing it for the first time, yeah. you're like, damn, this is a amazing song. Yeah. I've heard it my entire life. I thought it was a white guy that sung it, but you know. Oh yeah, so Ray Parker Jr. isn't? It's a black guy. Oh, this is like when we found out that the guy that does uh. What you won't do for love is white, but in reverse. Mm, yeah, I'm not that I've tried, but do you think when it's a couple artists that's like that when you hear and you go, "Oh, that's a white guy." Yeah, but do you think it just happened to like they made the song and it was just like 
oh, this black people like this song. No, this is, that's actually interesting. That's interesting because I, I have a list. Sierra and I have actually made a list of these things, right? Mm. So we have a list that we do whenever we hear music. We go, is this person? Because some, so there's some white people. There's, it's white. It's white people soul. Yeah. So there's some white people that have a soulful voice, but just make music. Yeah. And there's some white people who don't have a soulful voice, but choose to make R and B music, mm-hmm. and then they make their voice. Do R&B stuff mm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Justin Timberlake's on that list. But then uh, like a Chris Stapleton. I don't know if you know Chris Stapleton. I heard of he him. does um, um, Tennessee Whiskey. He has a soulful voice, but he's mm. a country singer. Yeah. Adele has a soulful voice, but she doesn't make R&B music. Yeah. She makes Adele kind of contemporary music, but her voice is clearly soulful. Yeah. What's, what's, what's my guy named? Uh, damn, what am I? What am I? What's the genre I'm thinking about? Uh, I don't know. Not R&B. Um, uh, blues. What's that guy's name? The white guy. What's his name? Ooh, King. A- um. Oh, Marcus King. Marcus King. My guy. Oh, yeah, he yeah. is a soulful guy, just naturally, yeah. and makes mo- mo- like old school blues. Yeah. But you hear, you go. But if you never would have seen, you never person, would think that was a white guy yeah. ever in your life. Yeah. No. There's. Th- this is a long. It's so long. It's so this, long this, this is a, this is a long list of people, but these are some of my. It's some. It's one of my favorite games to play. For example, Robin Thicke. Robin yeah. Thicke. Mute. He used to make R and B music. But he was in the same category as Justin Timberlake. Mm. Then he made that fucking Blurred Line song and ruined his whole life. Yeah. Robin Thicke before that was doing like the Essence Festivals. He was like a white guy that black people liked. Well, he like, he like ruined it. Yeah, because he got, because he, 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 he blew up. Well, because he blew up. And he got, he got, he got a little too big for his bridges. He was like, oh man, now not just black people wife. like, oh, Paula Patton is oh, my ridiculous looking, right? And then, but then he goes, and I'm sure they had some kind of arrangement where she's like, "Look, I mean, you got you out you're out here doing these essence festivals and stuff. Have a good time, but just don't embarrass me." Yeah. But then he blew up. Now he's on the VMAs and all that stuff, and he was going crazy, getting drunk and all. he. That's the thing is the problem is he if he would have just stayed in his little box of being the white guy who does R and B music, yeah, he would have had a nice career yep. and been doing the BET Awards when they do uh, tributes to legends. He come out sing a little song and they go, mm-hmm. oh, "Look at that white guy with his shirt unbuttoned." Yep. But then he got one hit. And ruined his whole career and his marriage and everything. Then he made a whole album called Paula. And she said no. Yeah. It sucks for him, doesn't it? Oh, it does. She's beautiful. She's very beautiful. And now she's like, you know, doing whatever she's doing with whoever yeah, else she's doing. Yeah, living her life, right? So that's my thing is, is like, look, man, don't that's get good. too big for your britches, man. Stay humble. Yeah. And don't ever think that, oh, man, I'm the hottest thing since fish grease. So nobody can tell me what's what. Because the reality check will hit you very hard. Yes. And it hit Robin Thicke incredibly hard. I don't even know. Yeah. Does he do music is. anymore? Oh, he just like works at a fucking Five Guys Burgers and Fries or something like that. I mean, I don't know if he's making music right now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> who says the whole thing, right? No, nobody. <laughs> nobody does that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nobody does the whole name. Oh, that's funny. Let's get to these. Let's get to these shout outs, though, because like I said, I am beat and I have a flight to catch. <laughs> oh, yeah, folks, it's time for some shout outs. This week, we got a nice list, so let's get into it. Thank you to all the Patreon members once again. I hope you guys enjoyed Coltober. It has now come to an end. I had a really good time. The last episode came out on Friday. Uh, there are five episodes available to anybody who is interested in cults and isn't a member of the Patreon. Feel free to go over there and hear me tell some stories about cults, man. Was, I had a really good time doing that. Uh, let's get into it, Fran. Up first, we got... S- shout out to Sabs. Shout okay. out to Sabs. I don't know... Sabs. I think her name's yeah. Her email is telling me her name's Sabrina. So I never okay. even. I, I, sometimes you hear I names. Heard that yeah, exactly. Before. I was gonna say. Sometimes you hear names. You go. You can't nickname that. She was like, uh, "Hold my cauldron," because that's Sabrina, the teenage witch name. She hold my cauldron. You can call me Sabs. <laughs> never didn't even know you could do that with Sabrina. I guarantee it was like one 
drunk friend that just came up with that. Oh yeah, and it was oh, an accident. Sticks. Yeah, like she forgot how to yep. her whole name's like Sab Sab. Uh, <laughs> she went mm, Sabs. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Go no further. Stop right where you are. <laughs> I'm Sabs now. Uh, up next, we got Anita M. Shout out to Anita M. I need a you to enjoy that content over there, my girl, and, and have a great time. Okay. Uh, up next, we got Cree. Shout out to Cree. Shout out to you, and uh, um, I hope that they are having a fantastic time with their life. Uh, up next, we got Cat G. Uh, Cat with a K, not the animal, the candy. Shout okay. out to Cat G. You keep doing your thing out there, okay? Up next, we got Nikki C. Nikki C, I see you out there doing your thing, and you took time out of your day to join the Patreon. Shout out to you, Nikki C. Uh, up next, we got Steph P. Steph P, shout out to you. Hope you're having a wonderful November. Whatever you celebrate in that time. I don't yeah. know. Thanks, it's not Thanksgiving yet. What's the first week of November? All Vember's Eve. Uh, up next, we and uh, to finish <laughs> things off, up next and lastly, we got Aubrey uh, a A Aubrey A A Triple A Three A's in her name Aubrey I wasn't even going to try to say those names And I wouldn't have to Because I don't say last names ever Brand I don't ever do it by mistake sure. And so we got Aubrey A A Shout out to you Aubrey A A Hope you're enjoying the content over there on Patreon Thank you to everybody who joined this week And thank you to everybody who's just joined in general man yeah. We have the best listeners um, I'm so thankful yep. Episode 200 really showed me that Not that I didn't know but the fanfare and the love that has been coming in since episode 200. Once again, I just want to say I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed the episode. Yeah. We had fun doing it. Yep. I had fun talking to Max on the phone. I had fun talking to Grandma Kelly on the phone. I had fun walking down memory lane. It was awesome, man. It was so fun. It was so fun to kind of like uh, uh, foreshadow into what's next with yeah. affirmative murder. Yeah. Who knows? But um, in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, one of us is going to tell you guys some fucked up shit. So stick around. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. All right, and we are back. Fran has just informed me that, you know, apparently, I'll take his word for it, yeah. before episode 200, the episode before that, you went first. I think so. So, okay, well, I believe you. I believe you. You're a man of your word. So it, I'm going to go first this week. Yeah. And Fran, my story is not a, a long one, but it's an important one, um, especially in the climate of missing people and the discussions around race and all mm -hmm. that stuff that's happening. I wanted to um, um, shed some light on a story that, you know, some other podcasts in our space as as far as true crime podcasts hosted by people of color have touched on but i just wanted to do it with our platform and also learn about it myself and mm -hmm. also continue to spread the word so my affirmative my, my story this week is a, a story about a young lady named phoenix colden okay okay so my source was oxygen.com okay okay um so here we go <clears throat> 
Phoenix Colden was born in California as Phoenix Reeves on May 23rd, 1988. She was raised in California until she and her family moved to Missouri for her father's job, where she was adopted by Lawrence Colden. Phoenix was mostly homeschooled. She was the local junior fencing champion and played a variety of musical instruments. She was a junior at the University of Missouri, but wasn't enrolled in any fall classes when on December 18th, 2011, she backed out of her parents' driveway one Sunday afternoon, never to be seen seen again by her family. Her 1998 black Chevy Blazer was found several hours later in a crime-ridden area of East St. Louis, reportedly still running with the key in the ignition and the driver's side door open. Because the vehicle was discovered before Phoenix was reported missing, her car was entered into the police database as abandoned, but was not initially discovered by Missouri police since it had been impounded in Illinois. So she went missing in Missouri, mm-hmm. but the car had been found across state lines in Illinois. But they found it running, though, right? They found it running, they don't but raise they suspicion. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. In the, maybe not a crime-ridden area. You know. Okay. Her family was reportedly never told about the car being found, which for for reasons like uh, some of the ones I just stated. And only discovered it on January 2nd after a family friend found it in a tow lot. It was confirmed to be her vehicle when her glasses, purse, and ID were still inside the vehicle. So the investigation lost two crucial weeks because, some, because of a clerical and jurisdictional error, like mm-hmm. I said. DNA evidence from her vehicle indicated no other individuals had been inside of the car other than Phoenix and her parents. In the years that followed, There's been few clues and little media coverage into the disappearance of the beautiful and vibrant woman who has been described by her family as deeply religious and musical. All activity on Phoenix's bank accounts, social media accounts, and cell phones stopped the day she disappeared. In the days and years that have followed, the picture that has been able to been pieced together about Phoenix is that of a complicated woman with a number of secrets she had worked hard to conceal. Investigative reporter Shandrea Thomas says, I think that none of her friends truly knew her. They only knew certain parts of her, adding that she had friends across multiple social circles, including church friends, fencing friends, college friends, and other friends who lived in, quote, rough lives. Fencing sounds so rich. Right? Yeah, it's like very Olivia, Olivia, <laughs> Olivia Pope type of stuff. Shandrea says all of these different groups knew components of her. So she was a little bit of this with this group, mm-hmm. but didn't talk, talk to this. She didn't talk about, she didn't talk to the rough life friends about fencing. And she didn't talk to the fencing friends about little baby or whatever. Not little baby. This is 2011. <laughs> but whatever it was, whatever the little baby was in 2011. Yeah. Luane? Um, yeah, that was so long ago. Yeah. God, man, time is just, time is just <laughs> slipping, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, there were things she kept from her conservative parents, including a secret boyfriend. After her disappearance, her family learned that when she was 18, she had lived with a man while attending Missouri Baptist University, although she had always maintained that her roommate was a female friend. She moved back in with her parents about six months before she disappeared. However, there were apparently a couple of guys that she was dating that her parents weren't fully aware of in the months before she vanished. And this is something he found out after the fact. Yes, okay, while gotcha. you know, trying to piece together yeah. how she might have disappeared. Cell phone records indicate that one man, who she said was her boyfriend, had talked with her extensively before she disappeared. On December 17, 2011, the day before she'd go missing, the man talked with Colden 10 times, 
The last call lasting 116 minutes. Mm. I don't know the last time I talked to anybody on the phone for that long. Yeah. That's that's some back in the day type of shit. This was 2011 even. So the way even time has changed in a decade, like people don't talk on the phone anymore. I get offended when I see my phone ring. <laughs> I'm like, Damn, whatever it is. When I call you, you get offended? Jesus not you. Christ. Well, I'm not. Well, okay. Specific people, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll answer, obviously. But I'm just saying like, some people, I'm like, you could just text me. Whatever it is you're trying to say, you could text me. Yeah. But maybe a decade ago, I, I had no problem talking on the phone. Yeah, me It's either. like things have just changed so fast. Technology has really changed the way that things that we do in society very quickly. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a crazy world. <laughs> I wish it was 2011 again. <laughs> I th- not, to get, not to get off subject, man. I'm going to get back to this. But I was thriving in 2011. I was hip. I knew what was going on. Yeah. Had a grasp on Twitter. That's about all you needed to have was a grasp on Twitter. And you were good to go. Now it's all kind of new stuff going on. I think yeah. I need to get a drone. Yeah, jump around. Apps. Drone yeah, or what? I don't know. I feel like you need a drone to film yourself doing stuff, dances. So it can spin around you and stuff. That's crazy. You know, you got to do dances now. You don't have to. I feel like you do, though. You don't have to. I don't know. You, what do you know? You don't know anything with your kids and your engagement and living life. You don't know anything about what's out, what it's like out in these streets. You know nothing, I don't. man. It's terrifying out I here. I have my run. I'm good, man. God, you don't know anything. <laughs> Everybody wants to talk about going to Tulum. I don't know anything. I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah. I'm trying to catch up. Go ahead, man. Let I don't want to go ahead. I'm just going to live in the house. I'm just going to stay in the house. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm give her to my phone. Just knit blankets with old people. Yeah. Sounds boring, but cool. Boring and safe. So Phoenix Colden's case was also actually covered on the Vanish podcast back in 2016. So feel okay. free to check that out. Awesome podcast. And they go into the full, all the stuff. Mm. A tip that led the family to Texas came from a man who claimed to know Colden's whereabouts and provided her family with, the, with very convincing details. The family had already invested much of their money to search for Phoenix, but spent the remainder of their savings on private investigators to follow up on this lead in Texas. It was not until after the family's money was gone that the man who provided the tip admitted that he fabricated the whole story. Why? Now, why isn't stuff like that provided by the authorities of government? I don't, I don't understand that. Oh, finding a missing person? Yeah. Why? Oh, is that, I don't, why I don't isn't know. I'm sure they tell thing. them limited resources, or or they've done what they can. So if you want to go any further, you got to come out of pocket yourself and get people. That especially sucks, especially if like the official uh conclusion from the people whose job it is initially is is like well um we couldn't find anything so we're gonna but you gotta go into like life savings yes i mean there's no, i mean there's no price on finding your child or no, i get that no but i feel like it should be some type of assistance for that should be provided by the government in some way absolutely like. and this is why you know um, i think that's fucked up yeah this is but this is why there's so many like um missing children and missing people's projects out there who are using communal resources to try to do this and that they are trying to become that resource for people you know what i mean mm-hmm. it so it's on it takes a village you shared that video of those of that school where there was a lot of fights in one week so all the dads came and were yeah. the resource officers instead of yeah. actual resource officers which i think is very traumatic to kids especially in today's climate to like have people with guns walking down the hallway and the police you know it's like an elementary school so yeah. why not but have it's always been like that's not new though i know it's not oh. new but i'm just saying like the idea I, that i remember like on parent on parent day or mm-hmm. you know um career day when there's a parent in the classroom the energy's different not me i never thought that way oh you weren't scared of so any? somebody else's parents was there, i don't give a shit it's not my parent well let's not act like you were fucking uh 
the Fonz or something like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're like, I still get up and I smoke my candy cigarettes and I fucking bang yeah. on the jukebox. Do I don't I want, care whose man. parent is in there. You weren't, do- you weren't doing anything that was fucking... You weren't doing anything anyway, parent there or not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so like I said, they've invested all this money, tapped into their savings account to find out about this lead in Texas. Yeah. The guy comes out and says, oh, I was just kind of looking for some attention. I don't actually know that's anything. Crazy. I don't actually know anything. So that's what the private inf- uh, uh, the private investigators informed the Colden family of. And the person's I- this person's idea of a joke costed them money that they didn't have yeah. and amounted to no information in the location of their child. You know what would have happened? What? It would have been another homicide. Yeah, man. I mean, that's like... It's very sick and tr- and, a, and a very triggering thing to do somebody to give somebody false hope. And then you go, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm not, I'm pwned? Not, yeah. Sorry, man. You got pwned. Sorry. I, I, yeah. I, I had to do a funny crank call thing for a TikTok. Yeah. And you just supposed to go, oh, I, okay. I guess I just accept that you did that to me. And nah. my wife's crying now nah. as a father. You know, like my, my wife's crying now. My um, We still don't have any answers. Yeah. So I'll be coming to Texas on the next Oh, week. absolutely. Yeah. I will. When this is over, you better watch your back. <laughs> Crazy, yeah, man. That's insane. I'm going through this and you play a joke. Man, people ain't got shit else to do, man. No, man. My goodness. So as a result of this false tip, they were forced to move out of their house because they couldn't pay their mortgage. Wow. Uh, when they when they went to contact the police about this whole thing, they informed them that, that that's not actually a crime. Like they can't charge the guy with anything. You just wasted thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands we of dollars. Are, we lost our house. We lost our house. And again, and again, it's their, it's their child, so the money's not an object. But... If they would have wasted their, it on a exactly on, on a, a fake tip. thing, if they would have lost their house but found a clue or something that would lead them towards Phoenix, they would wouldn't think twice about it. But it's like, okay, we used our last. They only had one wish left in the genie land. Yeah, they used their last genie wish on and it was it was it was fake, you know. So now they don't have any more resources to try to get another private investigator to uh, to um track down another clue or something. Yeah. Like I don't that. know if they changed that. I don't know if that's like. That's that's still a thing you can't charge for now, like today. I don't know. I mean, like that's such a weird. Like, what law would it be? I guess like filing a false report. I don't know, but but that is a thing. That is a that is illegal. So I don't know how why calling a maybe it's about calling a private investigator. Like if you call the person directly or something, you know, because the police weren't weren't involved. That's probably it was private investigators. Yeah, yeah. So in 2014, a friend claimed that they saw Phoenix. She says she was seated on a flight. There were people still boarding the flight, and she looked up. Not to cut you off, but now, th- now this is another tip. This is another tip, but, but like now from it's her like, friend. Oh, oh, okay. But now I'm about to say now it's like, who do you who, who, who do, you, do believe? you believe? Yeah, yeah, very much tainted, especially this one. I'm going to get into more of it, but okay. like, right. you know, but now uh, it's a friend. That's different. It's a okay. it's a friend. So, but even that is like, so then how trustworthy are you? Because you really want to find Phoenix. So I don't know how reliable of a. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like you really, you want to see Phoenix when you're out because you're trying to find her. Yeah. So I don't even know if that makes you more her that person more reliable because they know her actually. But anyway, so this her friend says she was on a flight. She looked up and she saw Phoenix. She says she was with a group of women. She walked. She walked right in front of me. Kelly Frontheart said, and I looked at her face and I said, Phoenix. Frontheart claimed that when she called Phoenix's name, the woman turned around and said, "Oh, do I look like someone?" And Frontheart replied, yes, you do. You look like my friend Phoenix. To which she says the woman just kept walking and did not engage with her any, engage with her any further. But that could have just been like, all right, that was weird. Yeah. This weird energy that you're sending towards me. Like, I don't think it's, I don't know if it necessarily means like that was her and she, she had uh, abandoned her identity and she didn't like that I saw her. 
It could have just been some lady that's like, well, I'm not Phoenix right. and you're all up in my face and I'm going to go to my seat now and I don't know you. So why would I talk to you anymore? I mean, it really is like, I feel like I myth busted that pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that because they asked her, they said, how sure are you that who you saw was Phoenix? She said, I nine out of 10. So I'm not mm-hmm. calling her a liar, but like, I mean, the, what's the weird part there that somebody, if this person wasn't Phoenix, that they go, well, I'm not Phoenix, so stop calling me Phoenix, and then I'm going to walk away from yeah. you because I don't know you. Or, so that's the, that's, he, he, there's the two scenarios. Here's the one, that's the one scenario. The person is like, well, that's not my name, so go back up to my life. My girlfriends, we're all going to Jamaica or whatever. Or, Phoenix was with a group of trafficked women on a plane, mm-hmm. and when she saw somebody call her Phoenix, she recognized her friend, and then she went, I don't know who that is, and I don't know who you are, and I won't be talking to you anymore. You, you can know? tell the difference. Yeah, very much so. I feel like it would have been a much weirder and more obvious experience if it was somebody trying to pretend that they weren't Phoenix as opposed to being like, no, I'm, I'm just not. I, that's not who I am, and yeah. I'm going to go back to living my life now. You know what I mean? Also, how do you – I mean, uh, the implication that if that was Phoenix is like her bank accounts and nothing has been used since she disappeared, so somebody's funding for these women to be traveling on a plane. On a flight? That's bold, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, so it, it, even the human trafficking thing is like on, on, on planes? That's how you would get – That's that will be my chance to like You need an ID? Out. Yeah, you need an ID? Like, I mean, it's such a more – complicated way to travel with somebody illegally borderline i would say not impossible but but really difficult to have a fake id buy a plane ticket with it get through security without you know you need your fucking now you need to fucking damn near have your birth certificate when you go to the airport you know so i don't know i feel like she might have just saw a person that she thought looked like phoenix i don't think that i don't think that was her yeah like I said, she saw that she said the woman kept walking, and when the plane landed, Front Hurt went to the went up to a Southwest Airlines counter and said, "I think I saw a missing person on my plane." Southwest called the police, searched the airport, but was unable to locate the woman, according to Front Hurt. So this is all according to Front Hurt. So it's not like they have a a report of this incident from the police saying, "Yeah," and the police came out and looked for a woman. We didn't find anything, which I'm sure it exists, but again, it doesn't matter because they didn't find anything. They didn't even find this woman who who she thought was her. Which I guess I guess that could make it weirder. That could make it weirder. I guess where it's like, well, she was never seen to 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 confirm that I was wrong or right. So there's the weird thing. But I feel like the weird thing is just like maybe that just lady. That lady's wasn't her name wasn't Phoenix. Yeah, and I'm gonna try to get a picture though. Something like back over. Yeah, it's 2011. I mean, phones, def- camera phones definitely yeah, existed. Sure. I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. I feel like a person that they just they just saw what they wanted to see. Yeah. But also coming off the heels of a stranger who was looking for attention. I don't want to accuse her friend of looking for attention, but like it's a very fantastical story. That's all I'm just saying. You know, like it's very I saw her while I just I happened to be getting on a flight and she got, came on the same flight as me. Mind play tricks. So. Yeah, exactly. Phoenix Colden's name is just one of the many that have never gotten the spotlight that could have resulted in a different outcome. She has been missing for a decade now with no concrete clues as to where she could be. Phoenix simply disappeared off the face of the earth. Phoenix Colden is an African-American female. She stands five foot six, weighed around 125 the last time she was seen. She has black hair or had black hair the last time she was seen. Brown eyes. Her ears were pierced the last time she was seen. All of these, those things, some of these things could have changed. And she wears eye, she wears eyeglasses. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Phoenix Colden, please contact the St. Louis County Police Department at 314-615-5317. So um, prayers and hoping that Man. that family gets answered someday. 
I uh, hate that people are out here playing tricks on like that's insane. That's and you know, but karma's real, man. I'm a I'm a big believer in karma. Same. And what you do comes back around on you, man. And and I just don't understand people that like take time out of their life to do dark shit to people. It's like you only get so many minutes and hours and like this shit is finite, man. Like, you're gonna spend time out of your day fucking with people. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. Anything for clout. Any, anything for clout. Anything for attention. It's crazy. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird times, man. But this was 2011 that this guy decided, oh, there's those that families looking for their daughter. You know what would be hilarious is if I called and I said I saw her. Yeah. No and, way he no way he uh was like branded by a friend of anything anything. Man, I don't know, man. We've done some <laughs> stories on here where you go Oh, other people knew that you said you you said this to people, and they you know, yeah, I just didn't think of anything of it at the time. So you never know; he might have ran that by somebody, and they went, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Good luck with that. That's interesting. I hope you have fun, and people just move on that that with uh, with their day. One thing I'm learning, man, is like a lot of the things that you think people give a shit about is in your head, good or bad. Whether you think people are going to try to stop you from doing something, give you good advice, whatever. People, a lot of people, people just don't give a shit. But people use this this little mental trick for good and for bad. Some people go, I'm only here once, so I'm going to fucking go around spitting on people. I don't, fuck, I don't give a shit. And some people go, I'm going to pursue my dreams like yeah. a normal, just decent person. Just like, yes. I'm going to go try to become a singer. Yes. And then some people go, I'm going to leave shit in bags on people's porch and light them on fire. Yeah. And then they come out and they step on it. And yeah. it's fucking, it's I'm going to go around the stores and lick an ice cream and put it back in the freezer. <sighs> <laughs> what we're gonna do is that's fucking I can't fucking blue barrel blue barrel girl. Uh they threw the book at her. Jesus Christ. Uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back it's friends turn to tell you guys fucked up shit. I couldn't eat ice cream for months. <laughs> Stick around. Alright, welcome back. Uh my affirmative murder this week is about um John Thanos. Oh. Yeah. So Thanos was born in Dundalk, Maryland. John Stephen and Patty Thanos. Stephen was described as a mentally ill World War II veteran who severely abused John Thanos and even drugged his wife with sleeping pills so he could have sex with their eldest daughter. Thanos was expelled from school and spent many years in and out of prison for various crimes he committed. In October 1969, Thanos assaulted and raped a woman in Rosedale, Maryland. He was charged for the offense and was sentenced to 21 years in prison. At his trial, he threatened the judge and later attempted to break out of prison in 1971. He succeeded in escaping, but was recaptured shortly afterwards. Thanos was released from prison in April 1986. However, he returned only a month later after he committed an armed robbery at a convenience store. He was sentenced to a further eight years in prison. On April 15, 1990, Thanos was accidentally released early due to due to a mistake by a prison official who was later fired. Upon his release, Thanos went to work as a bricklayer, then as a chicken processor in Salisbury. And in the summer of 1990, he exposed himself to a woman who gave him a ride. Mm. The woman charged him for the offense and Thanos was worried that he would be returned to prison. I mean, why would you, if you already, you know, on parole uh -huh. and your escape why would you be doing shit like that and then be like oh damn oh cause he's a pervert I gotta make sure I I yeah. might go back to prison that's a lack of, that yeah. <laughs> that's a lack of impulse control yeah he's sure, not yeah. he's not regretful that he did it he's regretful that 
he got caught and and she and pressed might, charges. Right, right, right. He would have. He's gonna do it again because he can't <laughs> help himself. Yeah, he just doesn't want to get caught and get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So Thanos was worried that he would return to prison. So Thanos would later reveal in a videotape confession that he embarked on a crime spree because he was worried his parole was going to be revoked. Oh, so it's like last hurrah type of shit. Yeah. Wow. So on August 29th, nineteen ninety, Thanos quit his job and purchased a twenty-two caliber semi semi-automatic rifle. He sawed the barrel down so he could fit he could fit the weapon in a black doctor's bag, which he carried around with him. That same night, he robbed a cab driver at gunpoint, forced him into the trunk of the vehicle, threatening to kill him if if he refused to comply with his demands. On August thirty first, Thanos encountered eighteen year old Greg Taylor while hitchhiking. Holding him at gunpoint while in his car, Thanos ordered Taylor to drive to a wooded area alongside a deserted logging road where he intended to tie him to a tree. When Taylor refused to comply with his demands, Thanos laid Taylor down and murdered him by shooting him in the head three times. Mm. He then stole Taylor's car and altered his appearance to look more like him. So on September 1st, Thanos arrived at a gas station and traded his father's watch to a 16-year-old Billy uh, Weinbrenner for $20 and some gas. The two made a deal in which Thanos could return to the gas station and pay $60 to get the watch back. Like a pawn shop? Like a pawn shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can come back and get your watch, but I'm going to charge you some interest. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's savvy, man. Yeah. <laughs> so two days later on September 3rd, Thanos returned and encountered Weinbrenner and his 14-year-old girlfriend, girlfriend, Melody Pistario, who had come to the gas station to keep him company. Weinbrenner did not have the watch with him as he as he had given it to Pistario, who had left it at home in her jewelry box. In rage, Thanos took out his gun and robbed the gas station at gunpoint, demanding Weinbrenner fill his bag with cash. The pair handed over all. Oh, the- he works at the gas station. The, the guy. Yes. Got it. OK, I thought I'm thinking of like a clerk situation like the, oh. he was in the parking lot posted up on the wall. No, 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 no. But he, he, worked, he, he worked paid there. for gas. Yeah, he he sold. I thought he. I thought. I thought he bought. I thought he bought it for twenty dollars and like and get and get me some gas. Like you buy me a gas. Oh, pay for my pump. I got you. I didn't know like. Oh yeah, like unlock the pump because you work here. Yeah, and that's why I can come back and know you'll be here. Yeah, because you work here. Yeah, got it. Okay, got it. So he sold the watch to the kid for twenty dollars and some gas. Got it. Okay, got it. So the pair handed over all the cash from the register. Thanos then fatally shot each of them Mm. twice in the head and fled the store. Mm. A a day early on September 2nd, Thanos robbed a convenience store in Salisbury, shot the clerk in the head. The clerk survived the shooting and Thanos sold $96. Wow. Yep. A day after the gas station murder on the evening of September 4th, Salisbury police spotted Thanos driving north. He matched the description of a person wanted in a recent armed robbery. The police pulled him over and Thanos stopped his vehicle. As police approached him, Thanos began shooting at them, causing the officers to return fire. No one was no one was hit during the shootout, and Thanos drove away. He abandoned his vehicle near some woods and fled on foot towards a highway. He then flagged down a passing motorist and forced his way into the car, taking the motor the motorist hostage and threatening him with a gun. The motorist obeyed Thanos Thanos's demands and drove him out of out of state. The pair headed into Delaware. Um, where Delaware police officers spotted them. The officer followed the car into a parking lot and police surrounded the vehicle. The motorist then fled from the car on foot and Thanos began shooting at the police. Three officers returned fire at Thanos 
and a shootout erupted in the parking lot. Mm. So Thanos then surrendered after he emptied his gun. No one was injured. In so sh- nobody got hit in this gun shootout either? No. Nope. No one was hit in the shootout. But several vehicles were hit during the exchange of gunfire. So the only thing that was harmed was vehicles. What do you think the... Uh I mean, I know what the, I know what the answer is here in Baltimore because I remember I saw a video of an old guy whose door was kicked down because they raided the wrong house, oh, and shit. they just were like, "My bad, my bad, man." They picked it up and like put it up back in the door frame. <laughs> but they were like, "You'll get it. You'll get. You'll take care of it." So I was gonna say like, "What happens if you come out of the uh, J.C. Penny? Oh, it's not the store anymore. What's the store? Uh, what if you comes out of Dick's Dick Sporting Goods? Yeah. Dick Sporting. Yes. You come out of Dick Sporting's Goods." What you come out of Dick's <laughs> <laughs> you come out of Dick Sporting Goods and your car has three bullet holes in it. I yeah. mean, do they like? Oh well, yeah. Wow, damn. Oh, you talking about if it was like a like the police like did it was it. a gun sh- like it was a uh, shootout yeah. in the parking lot. Like does the city like? No, I'm contacting somebody. Do I get restitution for this? Some, you should get something. Good. I bet it's like yeah. I mean, you can go through the process, but it's gonna take six it's years. Take a while. Yes. Yeah, I fucking have a new car by yeah. now. <laughs> On September 5th, Delaware police turned over Thanos to Maryland State Police. At his trial, he taunted the families of his victims, saying he wished he could dig up their bodies and defile their corpse. Oh. Thanos stated, their cries bring laughter from the darkest caverns of my soul. Oh, I don't believe I could satisfy my thirst yet in this manner unless I was able to dig these brats' bones up out of their graves right now and beat them into powder and urinate on them, and then stare it into a murky yellowish elixir and serve it up to their loved ones. That's like an Edgar Allan Poe poem or something. Yeah, man. This dude was sick. So during his... He said this out... He said this in court. If he he freestyled that, that's like... He missed his calling. Because he could write like uh, emo uh, horror tales or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I don't even know how I I would be like... I'm not fucking with that dude, man. No. I would just shut up. Yeah. And be I'd be mad, but I'd be like, yeah. it's this motherfucker spitting right yeah. now. This I'm not gonna be able to win this. Fight. I feel like he did like a and and boil them. Like it feels like very uh, impish. Yeah. Like it was like a like a troll or something. Yeah. Make an elixir of the bones. It wasn't I don't think he just was like chill about it. Like I feel a, like, uh, like a big ass boiling pot. Yeah, like feel, that shit, shit. That shit sounds evil. Yeah, yeah. It's like a glow coming from here? it. Like, this is a court. <laughs> this is a court of law. No, that's like that's weird. Yeah. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, man. He definitely practiced that in the cell. But it's like he don't even. He didn't even. He didn't even know these kids like that. For him, for to, him to be that mad. For him to be that mad over a like, watch. Over a watch, bro. That, but that's he's crazy. He, I mean, he was his anger stems from something. Nothing having to do with these. He's angry. Oh, he's don't get it wrong. Oh yeah, he's angry. He's mad. Just not at them. It's a whole different. He's got ish- issues from his childhood. Yeah traumas and stuff he's mad for sure he just used them as his vessel for his anger he doesn't really mean that shit but also he did it oh he didn't mean it but also he did it too no no i mean it i don't i mean he didn't mean what he said like he said that but that's not to them those kids that's to like his mom or something i know that's what he said he taught it to families that's what i'm saying like it was it was to mess with the families and, and like see them emotional yeah. and heartbroken and be like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. I get a kick out of this. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really, I don't care about these kids enough to really mean what I just said, but I like the reaction that it got from their yeah. parents and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's sicker. Yeah. He, oh yeah. He, before trial, he was like, oh, I, I'm going to say, oh, this? Yeah, for sure. It's going to set it off. Elixir. 
Like he 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 wrote yeah. he wrote it down, but then he memorized it, yeah. and then he ate the paper because that's how <laughs> fucking crazy this dude yeah. is. So his attorney later said of Thanos, what he did was reprehensible. That's true. The other thing is he is an extremely damaged human being, and really, in our society, we should not kill sick people. He really is a sick person. Yeah, I mean, this was his attorney. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay consistent in my in my thoughts, and I agree. Yeah, I mean, this dude's this dude's. Mm, no. After hard. that shit, he says. That's like, what oh, I'm you saying. I know, I know, and that's the thing. <laughs> but that's why the death penalty shouldn't be based on like vendettas and yeah. vengeance and stuff. If that ever is a thing that comes up in your thought process, then that should tell you that you're doing it for. That that shouldn't be that's that's not what this should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whenever you go like, oh, the, oh, you said that. Now, now we're really gonna kill you. Before we thought you were just crazy, yeah. and so whatever. But now you're crazy. But you went too far. So now, fuck you, could kill you. You know what I mean? Like, what he said is terrible. Yeah. And what he did is awful. Yeah. But he's sick, man. Clearly, that's a sick guy, man. That guy's fucked up. Yeah. Well, if I was a judge, yeah, man, you guys, you gotta go. That that's. Not in my court. Not in my court. That's not happening. <laughs> that's, that's, you're, you can't. You're a strict judge. Like I don't. I, I don't. I don't play those. I don't play those games. Nah. You're a type of judge that's like, if a mom has an outburst, you're like, sixty days contempt of court. Like yeah. you don't. You don't mess around. You. I will be the one. Be like, who's your judge? When the person you know be like, yeah, I got. Hey man, I gotta go to court. And they go yeah. like, you know who the judge is? Oh yeah, it's uh, Judge Evans. Oh shit. Don't man. say anything. Don't, <laughs> don't roll your eyes. Like Judge Joe Brown. Yeah. Oh, you think it's a game? You want a hippity hop? <laughs> you want a hippity hop, hippy hop with your pants down? Forty days in jail. Yeah, you want true gum in my court? No, spit the gum out. <laughs> Thirty days in jail. I tell you like this: either you can spit the gum out, or you can spit it out in your toilet in your cell. Yeah. <laughs> when I give you sixty days for contempt, that's you. <laughs> yeah. No nonsense. I don't play. No, I don't play none of that shit. Um. So Thanos waived all his appeals and refused to fight his death sentence after he was convicted and sentenced to death. At the time, death at the time, death by gas chamber was the only means of execution provided by the state of Maryland. Jeez. Thanos agreed to a proposal by a lawyer of another prisoner s- sentenced to death to have his execution videotape and his and his EEG data recorded. Now EEG is this long ass fucking word. Electrocephalography. Is that like his heartbeat? It's an um, it's it's a monitoring me- a, monit- a monitoring method to record electricity, electrical activity on the scalp that has been shown to represent a microscopic activity of the surface layer on the brain underneath. So he wanted to record the moment of his brain not functioning anymore, or whatever happens when you get electrocuted or some shit. Well, gassed or gassed. But this method was in an attempt to raise um, evidence that execution by gas chamber is cruel and unusual. Um as definition by the Eighth Amendment. So it was like, they used to go like, you know, See, this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be a thing. Wow, that's a weird way to, they, you, know, they, you learn you learn by doing. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I probably would just go. Well, like this, it, this, this is painful. Yeah. This is excruciating I like, pain. I feel like they didn't need to actually do it to somebody. You, just, you can't be like, hey, you choked to death on gas. That's poisonous. So yeah. I think that it's it's probably painful and bad. So we probably shouldn't do it. No, no. Send him in there. We'll do one study so everybody can see. We'll put some brainwave things on him yeah. and really record it. So we'll get his life. We'll really, really see every minute to minute beat of somebody choking to death on the gas and everything. Yeah. And then we'll make our decision from there. Thanos was executed on May 17th, 1994. 
by the state of Maryland via lethal injection, becoming the first person to be executed in Maryland since 1961. He was also the first person to be executed in Maryland via lethal injection. So Thanos was 45 years old. His last words were adios. Bilingual. <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, this dude was a nut, man. Yeah. Um, but like certified though, like, like actually though. So I don't know how I feel about that. Because he clearly was not well, dangerous to society. Dangerous, but that's gross. why that's why mental health facilities need more funding. And I mean, do you know how many Ronald Reagan released so many mentally unwell people? I thought it was John F. Kennedy that did that. I'm not, Shit, a, I'm not a political know. history major, but it might both. <laughs> Maybe it was both presidents. Yeah. in the past have shut down mental health facilities in swaths. And just released people out onto the street who yeah. need medication and observation. And those people went out there and, you know, had sex and procreated and passed down their mental health issues that needed to be, you know, controlled and maintenance with with drugs and mm. treatment. And now they're just the streets are filled with homeless people who are mentally unwell yeah. and need help. But are those facilities still up. I, w- I know it was like creepy and like, yeah. For like a, I know people who go to those like for like a Halloween I feel like they're thing. for profit now though. Like like there's yeah. Shepherd Pratt here, but I don't think Shepherd Pratt's full of homeless, mentally ill people. It's full of like I'm talking about know. like abandoned though. Oh, like oh, there's a ton of abandoned mental health. Yeah, there's a ton of yeah, Would there's a ton to of one? those. Fuck no, no, no. Why not? Because the things that happen, and especially on an old, if they go this facility shut down in 1953, yeah, then w- everything that ever happened there was fucked up. They were electrocuting. People with Down syndrome and because it just that 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 turmoil and that pain and all that tragedy, I feel like sticks to the wall. You still in there? Yeah, I don't want to be in there. Yeah, and don't let the sun start going down. Yeah, and you're in the place like oh, they used to hose down people who had schizophrenia. Yeah, but when you see it on TV, uh, I'd be like, is it really like that though? When you go in, like it's old like hospital beds. Yeah, old shit just still sitting there. Yes, a lot of them. Yes, I would love to shut go. down with uh, with stuff still. I would love there. to go in daytime, even in the daytime, bro. I'm scared. Scared. But if you want to go, if you find one, I tell you what, I'll you go. will go. It, but it's got to be daytime. Be At daytime. least like on the cusp of dusk, like four th- <laughs> four thirty. So then that way we get there, we're there for like an hour, yeah. and then when we go, I go. The sun is is turning orange. It's golden hour. We need to leave. Yeah. Then we it's did it. Hard to get into them now. Well, yeah, you have to sneak. You have to like break into one. I don't think there's anyone that are doing like tourist attraction, you know, walkthroughs. That's crazy, you gotta like sneak in. You hear people talking and shit. It's like, See, Whoa. and then you take it places, man. You can't be talking like that, bro. It's still we're talking from the past and Halloween. It's still Halloween spooky vibes. You talking about hearing the whispers of mental health patients in, but that's in abandoned bad. facilities? You don't believe in that? I do. What? Like ghosts talking and shit. We've done this kids before, running huh? and fucking holding hands and See, I, don't, I, don't, and I don't think I believe in that, but I don't write it off, and so I don't want to think about it. <laughs> you don't write it off. No, I don't, don't write it, it off. But you don't write it off. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'll ever see two twin ghosts holding hands that are six years old going like Scoopy Doopy yeah. Pop. I don't think. And then you look, and then it's like nothing there. Yeah, I don't think, but shit I don't fall, hit the ground. No, like, yeah, oh, I don't shit. think, but I don't want to invite it in by telling it I don't believe in you. So I just say I'm skeptical. Oh. I'd never be like, fuck no, that's bullshit. And then they go, oh, let's show him something. Oh, you think it's a joke. Yeah, see, no, I don't yeah. want to do that. I show respect. <laughs> and respectfully. But you say you don't believe, but you don't write it off. Yeah. I, hey, man, see, you better you better watch it, man. See, I say I believe in it because I, I do. But you keep fucking around with them, man. 
of them. You come in here, shit floating. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into the good vibes. You take it too far, bro. I got to sleep in here, man. You take it too far, man. All right, welcome back to our good vibes segment. Um, my good vibe is not really kind of a. This is a cool story. The vibes are not vibing. No, nah. Halloween weekend like that. I yeah. mean, there's a bunch of stories about. Look at this topographical map of the new discoveries of some <laughs> ancient uh, plant uh, yeah. uh, buildings. It's nothing. It's, I didn't find anything that you can be like when you finish hearing this episode. You go, I didn't have a good note. Yeah, it, it, I don't have that. You want me to read an article about school. a new exoplanet that the NASA might have found? Yeah, no. So mm-hmm. mine is fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> Baker's created this impressive alligator sculpture, crafted and entirely out of bread. You, the reason and. The reason why I do the story will come up in a second. Okay. Based on a character of Marvel series, Loki, one house oh. bakery created the Gator as their entry for a local scarecrow contest where downtown businesses compete to make the best sculpture. So, Doki <laughs> was made of <laughs> No, man. Hold on. That's, oh, that's quality writing right there. No, that's good, man. You take a second and you really, you know, that's good. You appreciate that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was good, man. <laughs> Doki. Was made of dead dough, a mix without yeast. Oh. The base of the <laughs> the base of the alligator is made of chicken wire. Tin foil, which held the dough into position before it was baked. After molding and sculpting the dough around the metal base, the alligator was put into the oven multiple times. So this yeast. is inedible. This sounds this is just this might as well be that made out of brick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So each time with an extra layer of dough. So the team from the team in California started the project in August ahead of the competition showcase on October 25th, which was a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. 36-year-old Hanley Pervin, whose parents own a bakery, said it took over two months of intricate work to get the alligator ready for the for the contest. You have to sculpt the dough first, and once you bake it. The sculpture will change in the oven. Mm. You then repeat the process over and over again, adding more and more detail each time. The trickiest part of the alligator was probably crafting the scales, but we just took our time and didn't rush. We'd say all the team's hard work was worth it. So, yeah, um, I mean, just for the for the pun alone, Doki. Yeah. So if you watch the show, there's an alligator variant of Loki. Oh, okay. You know, so so much like I'm uh Phoebe Bridgers variant number two eight one three three oh eight zero zero four. Yeah. Um the alligator is another variant of Loki, but it's an alligator. Are you gonna say that phone number? Yeah, that's the variant number I don't that think I people am. Will it's get not that. a phone number. Well, I get it. That makes it funny t- for me. All right. Sometimes I like to do jokes that I only I get and I just <laughs> laugh to myself. That's what I do when yeah. I'm being sarcastic with people. I'd be like, No, that's so interesting, man. Tell me more. But inside I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing to myself. I'm like, What? Wow. Barbecue, so you tell him you smoked a whole pig. <sniffs> Couldn't care less. Look at this fool. That's what I'm saying on the inside. But I guess they really win because they still get my time. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's called being well. You make them happy, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. But and I'm making myself happy by laughing at them internally. So it's yeah. like a win-win. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So that's I guess. What I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I told you I've said this several times, but I just a friend of the podcast. Last, I just don't have it in me to be him. 
where he's like, I don't care. Yeah, just walk And off. just walk away. I've seen him walk Savage. away from people being like, and then, you know, my mom got sick. And he's like, oh, my God. Why? I don't even know you. I'm, uh, this, t- this conversation bores me. And just walk away. And that guy was talking about uh, uh, pit, pit beef or That's whatever. That was the example that I was using, yeah. <laughs> Missing out on crucial things. But put you in the spotlight yeah, and man. you fucking came through do, and did a, you fucking did a Fran Oprah yeah, moment and got do, the interview of the century. I had to do what I had to do, man, because he was holding up shit. I man, was like, he was I'm talking about sausage. Shit. He was like, and then if you go to northern Arlington, yeah. I was I'm like, like man, I'm not. This I won't up. be. This, I won't I be going there. for that. <laughs> hook this up. I have an interview I have to do. Come on, let's go. He's like, don't even get me started on Bratwurst. Are you a Brat guy? I'm like, I guess I am today. You made his day. Well, <laughs> you made his day. I've been waiting to talk about some pit beef or whatever. It's brisket, somebody. You a big, you a big smoked turkey guy? I'm like, I mean, I, uh, yeah, sure. I love it. Okay. Well, you got to go to smoking. I'm here for three days. <laughs> I don't have time. And I'm here. He's like, really? If you really have some time, you should go to Dallas. It's about a four hour, four hour drive from me. He's like, I'm not. I won't be doing that. But if you ever do. Go you go to go to Tony Bananas. Tell him I sent Tony you. Tony Bananas. <laughs> Best pork chop you ever. I've never even heard anybody recommend me eat a pork chop ever in my life. Yeah. A pork chop from a from yeah. a specific place. Probably wasn't even that good. Anyway, friend. <laughs> my good vibe story is actually just more of a funny vibes. I'm gonna um if you follow the Affirmative Murder Twitter account, I'm gonna tweet some of these photos because they're hilarious. So my good vibe story is about did I say affirmative murder story? I think so. I might have. I don't know. It's all blending together, man. I'm exhausted, bro. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a long couple of days. Michigan high, a Michigan high school has let their seniors dress in costumes for their school ID for the one you scan when you come in. Yeah. So um, all these kids have Shit, done. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Throwback. I mean, slide it when you're late and then you get in trouble if you co- co- come in. Get, like, slide it. Past. Yeah. Oh, Damn, man, I forgot crazy, about man. that. I remember. It's crazy. Like, I remember when that was new. Yeah. Like, because that wasn't always around. Right. I remember when school started. That was like the last year. Exactly, man. We came in on the tail end of everything. Yeah, man. And now I'm back out here, and I don't know what's going on. It's, like, it's, it's I feel like that again. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I walk into the school, and I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Slide it? I'm just, you're a good hanger. Nah, I'm just gonna stay. I'm just gonna stay in the house. <laughs> um, so uh, one student did uh, Queen's Gambit. She did the Queen's Gambit post from the Netflix poster. Mm. Uh, another kid did Ace Ventura. Okay. A uh, great nod to Ace Ventura. He even brought like a stuffed monkey. I'm, I'm turning the camera around. Boom. This stuffed monkey on his oh, on his wow. on his light on his little not license what is this called ID card yeah his name's Dylan uh, hilarious another kid did Wayne's World and his buddy they were both Wayne and Garth I think is the other guy's name that's dope uh, Dana Carvey's character I think his name's Garth is it I don't remember um so they got that was like a team thing yeah uh, another kid did uh the oh the girl with braces from uh um Finding Nemo yeah the shook the bag wow why aren't you awake the girl she's and like all bring, white. I Come on, guess. Black people, yeah, step I it up. No, this is black people. Look, it here. is. Oh, I'm about this, girl. To say. this young lady right here was uh, uh, Stacy uh, okay. uh, Dash's character from Clueless. Say, man. Yeah, man, it's black people. Yeah, black people like to dress up too. Uh, oh, here's another kid. Boom, you don't like that one. Boom, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's dope. Yeah, that's awesome. That's dope. And he got to just stay dressed like that that's for the rest dope. of the, for the whole day. Oh man, he was killing them. Um, oh, this one. Oh, that takes the cake right there. The kid was Forrest Gump. Wow. Oh, that's great. That's great. And subtle too, because that's not much of a costume. It's just like no. a dress shirt and a hat. Yeah, but he nailed it. I think he has the, the exact hat. hat. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. even know how you do that. That's wow. Um, this one, this guy got, got a little lazy. This girl was Alice in Wonderland, but didn't really. Um, I don't really look much. <laughs> yay, yay. <laughs> uh, this yes, it's more yays. This girl was Wednesday Adams, but it's still not giving okay. what. It's not really giving what it's supposed to give. You know, it's it's just that's a lazy costume, honestly. Um, this girl was a scene from Friends. She was Rachel in a wedding dress. I guess, okay. I know. Now I want to know if when they did this, was it like did they bring up like oh you should try to do characters or was like somebody was like mm, you can do whatever do you this. want. 
Yeah. And then everybody started catching on. Ooh, that's a good question. Like, they, they all jocked? Yeah. Ooh, that's I a good question. I don't know if it was like. It was planned. Like, be your favorite moment from yeah. TV. Or, or somebody did it and was some like, kid was like, yeah. I'm coming as Wolverine. Yeah. And then the next day, everybody just started showing up. I, I would bet, I bet it's they jocked. I think so, too. As opposed to it being like, oh, I don't know. Because, you know, schools do theme days. Like, pajama day. Yeah. It broke my soul. I just saw the other day. It was like, the new thing at Spirit Week is early 2000s day. So they just dressed like we used to dress. Wow. And we're we're like somebody, our culture is somebody's costume now, Fran. Yeah. They were wearing like jerseys and do-rags. It still creeps me out when, people, when I see people like their birth year is like 2000. And so oh, go, it's so weird. So weird. You were born in 2000. <laughs> and? There's a, my boy, there's an and in your 2000. There's yeah. an and in your, the year you were born, 2000 yeah. and? Come on. I was born in like, oh, so that's like, ugh. Yeah, ugh. I was born in 03. Like, what? <laughs> People do that? It's crazy. Oh, that's insane, brother. But uh yeah, no, those those are my little good vibes. Just some funny, just some funny little moments, some yeah. funny things. You know, I thought those were thought those were some um some funny things. Like I said, there's a little uh, light on the good vibes. Couldn't find anything that was like, oh heart warm. My heart yeah. is warm. Couldn't find many of those. But uh before we get out of here, friend, recommendations, I don't really know if I have any. Um, uh you start watching you again? Oh man, have we not talked about you? No. Oh, I fucking finished you. Shit! You didn't finish it. I'm on like the last two. Oh man. Okay. Well. Well. Here's Damn. what I. Here's what I can say. Have you started watching Murders in the Building? I no, I haven't. Okay. But I did. I did. I finished you. Okay. So what do you think of you? What do you think of season three? Uh, not what I expected. It's crazy, right? It's off the rails. <laughs> yeah. I think episode eight when they did the you know couples. Yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. that was a crazy episode. Yeah. yeah. I think that they really. I think that the show figured out who they are this season they're like let's just fucking stop trying to be realistic let's just get silly and wacky and crazy and violent and well, everything glad, is on 10 yeah i'm glad it didn't it didn't go in the direction of dexter yeah, oh what happened like dexter? Being, i mean like being repetitive like it's the yes, same yes the okay, same yes okay yes okay i get that yes yeah, no because yeah. you you would that's the thing about you is it can never top season one because it's such a crazy concept yeah. That every season is going to be a little bit like season one. Yeah. But this season was nothing like season two, and this was nothing like season one. Even yeah. though it's like I there you I must find you. It's still Joe being Joe. Yeah. But it's crazy. Yeah. Also, I love Victoria Petretti, the girl that plays Love. Yeah. There's something about she has like this awkward face. I just am very into her. Me too. And this season, it went. She was on another level this yeah. season. Yeah. Last season, I still was into her, even though it was the I Wolf you and all that I think stuff. It was this this season, I went like, damn. Oh man, she I I she looks like she looks like Hillary Duff, but like Hillary Duff, her sister, like her sister who's like regular, mm, who isn't yeah. like a celebrity, but then she is, yeah. and she's also incredibly talented. Yeah, and the character Love is crazy, but I'm into it. Me too. I'm into the crazy a little bit. I don't <laughs> know what the, I don't know how to, what that says about me, but yeah. I'm, I dig it. I dig it though, man. I, so you got okay. So instead of finishing yeah, man. The Nine Perfect Strangers, <laughs> yeah. you started a new show and you watched almost about seven or eight episodes of the show. Yeah. Oh, when I saw you, I was like, put down the back burner. I got to finish. I got to finish this. Okay. Sorry. And then I started watching Murders in the Building again. <sighs> I love it. Okay. All right. So I should. Okay. So I should watch. So I'm. Are you finished? Murders in the Building? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. I'm going to start. Maybe I'll, I'll maybe watch but a couple just, on the plane. It's so, it's so like, this is kind of what we do. Okay, people keep saying that. Like, I gotta yeah. check. I gotta check this out. I've yeah. gotta check this. out. I've seen people doing companion pieces about it, and you know, talking about it on podcasts and everything. Yeah, I'm gonna check on Only Murders in the Building. I'm glad you started watching. You let me know when you get to the end. Got you. Um, and finish it. Maybe by next week. Maybe next episode we'll talk about you. Yeah. 
Um, love season three though. Great. Yeah, you saved me on the recommendations. I forgot I watched you. That's how I watched it. Like. The weekend it came out. I didn't even know it came out. I was, I was, I was like, oh shit, what? <laughs> you? Immediately. It was, man. And you know what's crazy though? The girls still, they haven't learned. They still are like, I'm into Joe. Yeah. The guy pinned Bagley has come out and gone, you're not supposed to like me. I'm, I kill people. <laughs> yeah. And they still keep being like, oh, I just, something about him. Yeah. You know he's from Baltimore? No. I that was the that. most Baltimore way I've ever said Baltimore ever in my life as well. It's Baltimore? No. <laughs> you, know, you know he's from Baltimore? Huh? You know he's from Baltimore, huh? Yeah? You can no, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from Ares, from Baltimore. Um, yeah, so that's cool. I feel like that's maybe... I knew I liked him as the actor, but you're not supposed to like Joe. But I will yeah. say before we get out of here, sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah. uh, I get that. That's justified. Until he starts sn- sniffing underwear and jerking off in Maybe cars. Should, and yeah. Joe, sometimes you go, you know something? This guy's his... The intention was nice, but that was crazy. Yeah. And then he'll just start jerking off in somebody's bathroom while he's while he's while he's in their house illegally. Yeah. And that's the moment where girls are supposed to go, oh, this is like a sick person. But instead they go, but he just loves so hard. I love him. I want somebody to love me like that. No, that's not what no. the no, don't. Don't no. think that. Anyway, guys, uh happy <laughs> Halloween. I hope you guys had a fun Halloween and a safe one. And yeah. uh I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.